It's time for a new evolution in raising golfers, one that doesn't involve headaches, tears, or heading down the path of unknown. Whether you're trying to introduce children to the game of golf, help them play competitively, or play at a collegiate level, you're in the right place. This show is for any parent, player, or coach who wants to build a better team at home and on the golf course. This is the Raising Golfers Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Raising Golfers Podcast. This is your host, Travis Hauser, PGA professional here in Carlsbad, California. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is episode 100. Personally, number 100, I don't think it was ever on my radar when I began this podcast two years ago. And I remember thinking back to starting this podcast and just thinking if I could get to maybe five to 10 episodes, I think it would be great. And just a little history with this podcast. If you have been listening for the last couple of years, awesome, or just in the last few months, great. I appreciate you tuning in, listening, and I hope this has been a great resource for you. How this podcast began? Well, I wasn't working. I was sidelined a little over two years ago from coaching golf. And part of the reason I was sidelined was because of the pandemic. And uh, there was a lot that went into that time in our lives and our second child was being born and we had to reroute that to my wife's home country of Poland and that's where I was living. I tried to work in Poland and coach some golf and getting a visa especially at that time and and the world was very difficult and the time of year that we arrived well we arrived in Poland in the spring and the golf season in Poland just about starts in the spring and most of their hiring that they do they they begin finding coaches and staff in the wintertime to be prepared for the spring. So I pretty much just missed it all by a season. And also just on top of that, the whole visa thing was tough. So sitting in Poland, I had no job and uh, I desperately missed the game of golf and coaching golf. And so I spent a number of weeks just brainstorming, you know, what could I do? And I loved listening to podcasts. I listened to all types of genres of podcasts. Still to this day, I listen to podcasts every single day and truly love them. And one day it just sparked my head was maybe I could start my own podcast with um, this idea of focusing on junior golf. And I did know there was a couple other podcasts that were out there that focused on junior golf. But the dynamic of this one and the idea I had of this was a little bit different than what I saw at least out there. And a lot of it is more the mentality of how we help junior golfers and um, help them in this long journey and realizing that, you know, we don't have to train them to be the best golfers in the world. And in fact, if we if we do try to train them to be the best golfers in the world, we may not even get close to having that outcome because they might walk away from the sports. So fortunately, I was able to start off on a good note. And I remember sending out the first couple of emails. And thinking, I wonder, I wonder if any of these emails I send out, and the emails are sent out to new guests to come on the podcast, was will they respond to me? Will they will they actually get back to me and think I'm being serious? Especially since if you looked up my podcast name at the time, there were zero episodes available. And sure enough, I sent out maybe five to six emails and all of them got back to me and said, yes. And so I thought, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to start this podcast. I'm going to have to go get a microphone. I'm going to have to figure out how to record an episode. There was a lot to be learned. And I definitely spent a lot of time 
getting uh, ready for my first ever recording on the podcast. And I was nervous and I was worried about internet connection, technical failures. How do I edit the thing? How do I get it to post online so that people can actually listen to the podcast? All of these things. And it all worked out. And I think it was a good life story for me and life lesson because, you know, there's a lot of those times where it feels like, you know, you don't have everything ready and nothing's perfect. But if you wait till everything is perfect, you'll probably end up not doing it anyways because it took too much work to try to get everything in line. And so you would never do it. So uh, I would prefer just to, I think done is better than perfect is the quote. And I certainly live by that in many aspects of my life. And it's really helped me. Now, after recording a number of podcasts from Poland, we relocated back to the United States, still didn't have any work. And uh, at the time, I was living with my family on my parents' property, but we were staying in my friend's RV. He was so kind to loan us. And I did my recordings inside the RV, which actually, I believe, were the best sound quality episodes that we've put together just because there was no echoes within the RV because the space is so small which is a podcast tip is that you should record in a small space, which I haven't done perfectly over all of the years and episodes, but you know, I think the sound quality is still good enough. You guys can hear my voice and the guests, which has been great. And then after the RV, well, here we are. I'm in Carlsbad, California. And, um, you know, I think this podcast helped me build the Academy that we have even use the name from the podcast to brand, the Academy with a very similar name, the Raising Golfers Golf Academy. And it also helped me start off on the right foot with coaching methodologies based on things that I've learned from guests over the years on this podcast. So there's a big place in my heart for this podcast because honestly, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the podcast. I found the golf course I'm at. I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I found the golf course and facility I'm at because of a guest I had on the podcast and a connection that I've had with one of the founders of Operation 36, Matt Reagan. He helped me out. He didn't he didn't have to, but he helped me out when I had no job, I had nowhere to go, I had, you know, little direction on how to get started. And he would have weekly Zoom calls with me and walk me through step by step of you know, how to find locations that match my um, uh, interest in what I want to do with junior golf. And then I would come back and tell them things I found and, and, and how I'd be looking for uh, new areas or some of the problems I've had. And he was so helpful. And then he led me in the direction of the management company who runs the golf course that I'm at now. And so, of course, I, I reached out to all of them, uh, the the golf courses that are under the management company. And the one that got back to me is actually the one that I'm at now. So if you think about it, I'm thinking about it right now, I would not be here without this podcast. So and in many ways, physically, and I think mentally as well. So it's I have to thank this podcast and thank all of the guests who have come on this podcast and all the people who have helped me get to this point where I am right now, and you know, couldn't be happier. So what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to do just a, a brief summary of the, I would say, a, a section of podcasts. I did an episode 
a year ago or so where I went through a bunch of quotes that came from guests on the podcast. I've got a few more. These are kind of from the last few guests that we had had on the podcast. And I'm going to go down them and just kind of read them out because it's a good review and summary of what this podcast is about. And I, I truly believe in the things that are said here. And I just want to make sure that I leave you on a good note with episode 100. And if this is your first time tuning in with some of these quotes. So I'm going to start with this one. This is episode 51 from Dave Malone. And he said, let children make many of the decisions. And I think it's so true. You know, when we did our PGA Junior League, one thing I I, I mentioned, which is part of the rules, but it's just a, a good reminder is, is that there aren't any caddies from adults in the PGA Junior League. And you're going to see children choose the wrong golf ball from the scramble format. You're going to see children make the wrong decision. And as an adult watching, we want to step in to help. But part of it, too, is, is, you know, we have to let them make those mistakes because that's how they're going to learn from them. Love that quote from Dave. Dave's been very helpful over the last few years with me with also getting this academy started with a lot of ideas. We've had many phone calls and still talk to this day. And Dave, thank you so much for coming to the podcast a few times and also regularly checking in with me and help me get my feet on the ground. The next one's going to be episode 44. This is from Tim Kramer. And he said, if we keep the mind and the body in a positive place, we stand a much better chance. And it's so true. And, you know, you can take this well beyond the game of golf. But certainly in the game of golf, as it has its ups and downs, swing by swing, hole by hole, round by round. And I think we have to do our best to stay positive. I was playing golf with... um, one of uh, a good friend of mine now, and uh, his son's also in our junior golf program, Bob, if you're listening. And we were playing in a scramble, it was so much fun. And uh, the guy in our group, he mentioned something to me, and he was said, "You know, it's interesting." He's like, "How do you stay so positive the whole time?" He's like, "I feel like the the better the golfers I see, the more positive they are out in the golf course, and the worse golfers I see." the more negative they are out on the golf course. And I think there's just a direct correlation with the mindset. And, you know, I think the more positive you stay and you have the ability to control your emotions out on the golf course, the better chance you have of actually putting together the performance that you would like to have. So thanks again, Tim, for the quote. And thanks again, Bob, for having me out for that round of golf. That was awesome. So much fun and um, interesting thing that we had from our teammate, or the interesting thing that he said. And it just, to me, it just all makes sense. Uh, The next one's going to be episode 43 from Dr. Beth Brown. And she said, what we should do is rate fun, effort, and focus. And as you read that and hear that, nothing about results and nothing about outcomes. And, you know, this has been mentioned multiple times on the podcast is that results and outcomes happen because of other things that we are doing not necessarily forcing results and outcomes or just praising those things because it starts sending the wrong message, not only to ourselves, but to the junior golfers. Dr. Beth Brown, she's got wonderful resources. My, my boys love the book she sent us, and I know she's got a lot of really good resources out there for children. Uh, if you haven't checked out her stuff, you can tune back into episode 43 and check the link in the show notes. All right. One before that, episode 42, Joshua and Kenshin, and he's from US Kids Golf, and he focuses a lot on the uh, golf clubs and the golf balls. 
And this is a quote that they use at US Kids. And, it, and the quote is, if it doesn't fit, they just may quit. And I see this all the time because when I coach classes, I'll see a relatively new student show up with new clubs and they'll be standing there with their seven iron and the end of the grip of the seven iron goes up to like their sternum. And it's just this really long, heavy club and really gives them almost no chance to be able to hit a golf ball and even be able to hit it properly. And it's a conversation I have a lot and it's tough sometimes, I think, with you know, some of us who are older, I'll put myself in that category where we grew up with cut off and sawed off clubs that were shorter from our parents and thought, well, it worked for us, but, you know, really it's not the right thing to do. Um, kids do need fitted golf clubs. U.S. Kids Golf Clubs, I think, uh, make the best product out in the market for junior golfers. The price point, the customer service, and the quality of the product they put together I think it's tough to beat. So if you haven't already put some U.S. kids clubs in your kids' hands, if you haven't already measured their height and check, you know, what types of clubs they should have, definitely do that because if it's wrong, they might just walk away because they're not going to be having fun playing the game. Uh, episode 41, Nicole Weller, and she said, it is important that kids get to explore life and explore life through golf. This kind of... Uh, uh, this type of quote here and talking to Nicole really helped me also put together the slogan of our academy, which is developing lifelong experiences through golf. And uh, this is going to come at my last quote here in, in just a minute. But if you think about that and you think about the quote that she has there, I mean, I think children do need to have a chance to explore and try things. And I think if we can allow them to do it in the game of golf, I think They'll kind of create their own game and their own sense of worth and feeling towards the sport, which will keep them around and having a good time. So, Nicole, thank you so much. Uh, also from U.S. Kids Golf, episode 39, Jim Hardy. Love this quote. We make golf fun enough, long enough, so the kids can't get enough. So true. And really, we have to think of that. The interest, the fun. Um, the excitement, that's what gets the kids back. I've seen it at our own golf academy. A year ago, we had kids come to our golf academy and they were very, very, very new to the game of golf. And they could get some of the golf balls up in the air here and there, but very, very new. Fast forward to where we are today. A year later, I would say these players are already intermediate level players. They can compete in competition. They understand the dynamic of the game. They understand golf in general they know the history of the game they watch it on tv they dress the part they act like they uh, like golfers and they all they want to do is play golf and they've improved tremendously because their experience coming into golf was that this is something that is fun and it stayed fun and it continued to be fun and i believe that's why they progressed to where they are today because of that type of environment and the push that they got from coaches and parents, which be myself and the parents of those children, was very, very little. And I think everybody was there just to support them when they needed the support, but can't thank the parents of our golf academy and for the children that we have at our golf academy. Awesome families. We're so fortunate. And uh, I really appreciate the fact that the families that come and join our golf academy see eye to eye with this approach. And if we look back at actually what has come out of it, the system that we use for trying to get kids interested in the game of golf, it does work. 
it does. Um, I might be biased, but I'm saying it right now, it does work. And I hope it continues to work for the longevity of those children's golf career and my career as well in the game of golf. And now let's hear a message from our show sponsor. Hey guys, this last spring I teamed up with Operation 36 here at our facility in Carlsbad, California, and it has completely changed my way of coaching and service to my customers. Operation 36 is a developmental golf program designed to take beginners from playing their first round to being able to shoot par or better for nine holes. So here's how it works. Participants attend weekly one-hour classes and work through a six-level curriculum. They then play in nine-hole events once or twice a month with a common goal to shoot 36 or better from different distances. And using the Operation 36 app, coaches can plan programs, communicate with families, and track students' progress. It's really, really cool. If you're a parent listening, search for a program near you on their website at operation36.golf forward slash juniors. And coaches, if you'd like to start a program at your facility, go to the same website, operation36.golf forward slash coaches. Next quote is from Lynn Marriott and Pia Nilsson. They're from Vision 54. This is episode 38. They said, every player has a unique way to play great. They have a great book called Be a Player. It's a wonderful resource. I go back to it all the time. But it's so true, and you know, it, this kind of goes to the comparison thing as well with golf swings and all that stuff. There's no need to compare anybody's golf swing or game because I, I do believe what they said is true that every player does have a unique way to play great. We just have to be able to extract that and find that within every player. Uh, and then the last one is from episode 33. Uh, this is going to be a big thank you to Neil Plimmer. He's come on the podcast multiple times. He's a good friend of mine. We've had many conversations. He as well has helped me become the person I am, the coach I am, and have the ideas and methodology of coaching golf that I have now. And I was fortunate enough to be connected with him early on when I started the podcast. And after recording the first episode I had with him, it really opened up my eyes into how to raise children and how to do, allow them to be able to play the game of golf in a new way. So, Neil, big thank you to you. If you're turn, tuning in, honestly, I, I, I don't think I would be where I am right now without your expertise and advice. And it was just so cool that we were able to be connected with each other and stay in contact now. And the help that you've had and the ideas you had for me for the podcast and for the Golf Academy, I just can't thank you enough. So thank you so much, Neil. All right. So where's the podcast going? You know, what's what's next for the podcast? I think if I'd be honest with you, I'm still trying to decide where to take it. You know, I've got some ideas and um, I've got other things that I would like to bring to the podcast I want to make sure, though, that I have a resource for coaches, for parents and players, and I want to make sure that I'm putting out quality information that's meaningful and it allows you to be able to take some type of action afterwards. So for me, where I'm at right now with the podcast is I have some time that I'm going to be thinking about what I will be doing with the podcast and putting together some some sort of plan so that we can have good quality information coming to you on the podcast every single week. And um, if you have any ideas, please send it 
send me an email. I've put it out there before the, the raising golfers two, four, seven at gmail.com. That would be the email address we use for the golf Academy and for the podcast. You know, although the, the podcast, it is a lot of work. I mean, it really is. It's, it's a lot of work, but I love doing it and it's taken me to where I am today professionally and personally with my own children. So I want to make sure that I still put emphasis and focus onto the podcast and um, put together some more quality episodes for you coming forward. But because this is episode 100, I want to make sure that I've, uh, I thank you as the listeners for the past two years. I appreciate you tuning in, taking the time to listen to me and the guests on the podcast. I, I hope it's been valuable for you. And I hope it's been a good resource for you. I'd love to hear from you again with any ideas or anything maybe you would like to change. Uh, The feedback would be really, really helpful for me to be able to help plan things out going forward. I also want to thank the guests who come on the podcast and took a shot uh, recording episodes with me and taking the time out of their day and marketing or, or promoting the episodes on their own channels. That was so nice of all of you to do that. And uh, I also have to thank my family who've allowed me to dedicate, I would say, hundreds, if not thousands of hours towards this podcast from the, you know, trying to find guests, putting together the episode plans, recording the podcast, editing the podcast, putting the podcast out, uh, doing follow up and spending time on promotional things with it as well. I thank you so much. Um, My wife's been really supportive of this from the beginning and she's supportive even through now episode 100, which is pretty cool. So uh, last couple of things, I just hope you continue to listen back to some of these episodes in the podcast. I think it is a good resource uh, for you to go back and listen to some of those guests or some of the podcasts that really resonated with you. Might have had some good quotes that you know really sunk in and you could implement into your game if you're a junior golfer or coach or parent. And uh, I want to let you know, this is not goodbye. This is a see you all soon. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I can't believe it. Woo! We made it to 100 episodes. You have a great rest of your week and look forward to having you here back on the podcast soon. See ya.